There were only a few things that could make the long, dark, gloomy and cold winter days more fun. A huge amount of snow could sometimes turn our worlds upside down. It certainly made the lives of many adults miserable, but brought us, kids, loads of unconditional joy and happiness. Skiing, ice skating, building igloos, constructing snow tunnels, snowball fights, running in and getting wet in the snow, and what not. Equally thrilling was the possibility of being late for school without consequences. We could always blame the extreme weather conditions and, of course, the most electrifying of them all, two weeks of winter break, which entailed uninterrupted freedom away from nagging teachers and dull classmates when one could finally read what one fancied. Winter was also the time when, for a couple of days, my hometown turned into a jazz capital of Poland, filled with the sound of jazz coming from every corner. During that time, the greatest jazz musicians from around the world would come to my small and provincial hometown to play live gigs. And my city was overflowing with an atmosphere of excitement and anticipation. Something was finally happening here. Everybody in my school dreamed about going to that jazz festival. Jazz had a very special status in my school. I would not say that it was forbidden, but it undoubtedly wasn't seen as something our teachers would encourage and support. On the contrary, some of the stricter piano teachers would explicitly forbid their students to even think about playing jazz. They argued that playing jazz would harm our classical technique, destroy our touch and harm our sense of rhythm and phrasing. This is perhaps why we often consider it something rebellious and bold to play jazz in our school. Only older students could play jazz and get away with it. Those who dared to do it were treated like some sort of heroes and superstars and we all, much younger kids, looked up to them. As the stage was always a real magnet for me, of course, I had to go to that festival as soon as I found out about it. I had to hear as many gigs as feasible and come as close to the stage as I could. Most of the concerts were happening in the theater in my hometown, which already was something unique and uncommon, because this place was mostly reserved for dramas and theater pieces and acting, and concerts didn't happen there very often. Except for the concerts at that winter jazz festival, This is why the stage in the theater was even more magical and special to me, with its cute small auditorium and two floors of cozy balconies and red velvet-covered chairs. It had some distinctive charm and coziness and gave me a special feeling of being at home, which I could not explain or grasp back then. I only felt it as I imagined it and lived it, And I wanted by all means to be part of that warmth and feel that magic on my skin. Of course, we were just a bunch of kids and didn't have the money for the tickets and wouldn't ask our parents to get them for us. They were not cheap anyway, so we found out small doors in the corner of the building. It was a place where people would gather to smoke and chat behind the stairs, close to the cloakroom. This impromptu smoking room had often open doors for the fresh air to come inside. We figured out that we could sneak inside through that door without paying for the tickets and with no one checking on us and simply walk inside practically unnoticed. When the doors were closed, we knocked 
hoping that somebody would let us in. Usually, there were musicians from our town smoking there who already knew us and so they would be happy to let us in. Except for one time, when the person who did let us in was the festival director himself. And we silently exchanged with him a very much telling glares as we were getting in. He knew, and we knew, and the gravity of that knowledge was huge. I wonder if he considered it back then an investment into the future of live jazz music. Once we were in, we were part of the jazz club and mingled with the rest of the audience. And that small act of rebellion became part of our much-cherished jazz experience back then. 